Hello there. Thank you for downloading our message. It is our desire you grow in the mastery of the word and the power of the spirit as you listen. Be blessed. Amen. So we need to understand and be well trained to know how these things work. Awesome. So today we're going to go a step further, looking at how to cast out devils. Again, it's the same old concept. You speak and devils run. Why devils? The day around us, I have to know how to treat, how to treat their, you know. Amen. Glory to God. If you live in Africa, I know, don't, don't live with devils. You are deceiving yourself. Bro. Amen. You know, you, you cannot deny their reality, their existence. You can also deny their works. So you have to understand your authority and how to deal with them whenever you see them. Because they are actually in, they are, they are in oppression. You know, sometimes you, you think demons only, only make people mad. But your Nigerian corruption is demonic. Nigerian poverty is demonic. African poverty is demonic. They have so much resources. So much. The world makes their wealth on your resources. Ah. So you export cocoa and import chocolate. <laughs> you don't know how weird. You don't know how weird. You don't know how weird this is. It's so weird. That should be deliberate blindness. So you, ex- you export crude oil and bring and import petrol. Ah. It's not Julasson, it's demonic. <laughs> you see, you see a very good person getting to a rock. And in too much, oh that mama. Sir, this is the look like because it's not doing madness like you think it's there are demonic forces at play. So we'll see Daniel. When you know was praying, I was praying and the priest of Pasha was wrestling with the prayer in the heavens. What's he telling you? Prince of the prince of that area in the spirit. So you see also in Ezekiel 28, the prince and the king of Tyre. So there's a physical prince in the land and a spiritual king. So the prince is the figurehead. Doesn't mean the figurehead. It's the figurehead. The king calls the shots. The spiritual king calls the shots. So we know from Bible that every territory has devils that try to lay claim to the ownership of the place. To not know this or to deny to fool yourself. So, even the devil told Jesus that all these things, I own it. I will give to you if you worship me. What's he saying? He was claiming rightful ownership of it. And guess what? Christ did not say they lie. He didn't say they lie. So, it's true. Awesome. So, you cannot deny their existence. What you must know is that to you, they are under your feet. Wow, what friends did you go to? <laughs> Glory to God. So you must know these things. Okay? You know why? You know how this is work. If you don't know, you might be limited in your in your oppressions. When you think what is physical, when you think what is spiritual physical, you're using, using panadol for spiritual issues. So it's good to understand so you can so you can discern your oppressions. You no, know, I remember last month, Ben was telling us about how a particular child in America, he was you know, he was doing all sorts of demonic signs. But they're looking for therapy. As in, what sort of weird things, but in their mind, it's therapy. As in, you can almost see, like, they are still doing therapy. Yeah, mental health. So, you must, you must be able to differentiate what is demonic from what is physical. You must at least be able to tell. You can't, you can't by deny their existence, not encounter them. Amen. 
So when you can't by denying their existence, not encounter them. Glory to God. So it's not to, to you know how they do those church where they talk, they praise the demons. That's not the idea. Here. It's making you on a, they don't deliberate people, but they just give them some level of hype. <laughs> That's not what I do. We're trying to make you understand how we cast them out. Our authority, our rights in Christ, our power. Amen. So first things first. Mark 16, 15, 21. Mark 16, 15 to 21. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. 16. Whoever believes and is, bapti- and is baptized will be saved. What does not believe will be condemned? Look at this. Verse 17. And these signs will accompany those who believe. 16. Those who believe and were baptized are God saved. Now, these signs are accompanying those, those same people again that believe. Now, it's not, it's not a, new, a new faith here. The same people that believe then, the same faith that made them believers, not another new faith. So, the same people that believe. So, can, can you just say, these signs will follow those that are saved? Can you please believe there with those that are saved? Am I communicating? Am I, am, I, am I communicating? So, you can say, these signs will follow those that are saved. In my name, they will do what? Drive out demons. They will speak in your tongues. They'll be cutting their hands and giving it poison, and nothing by limits or them. It says they will lay their hands on the sick, and the sick will get well. So this is my this for me is the clincher. In my name, they will drive out demons. Awesome. John 14, 13 and 14. 13 says, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father will be glorified in the Son. You may ask me anything in my name, and I will do it. Christ speaking. It says, whatever you ask in my name, is like saying, I'm the one talking about, I'm the one doing it. So, whatever you pray for in his name, it's like he himself is talking about it. Whatever you ask for in my name, I will do it. That's Christ speaking. So, that whatever you pray for in his name, is as good as Christ himself making the decree. Now, that in my name, it's not really about calling Jesus, Jesus, Jesus 20 times. No, it's about understanding your authority in him. That in my name means in my authority, in my stead. Yeah, it's not, it's not really about Jesus, 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 Jesus. Don't push out just and die. That's not the point. It's about the authority you are working with. So it's why I can do the same without, without calling the name. That I do with calling the name. So it's not really about me trying to the name one over again. It's about understanding the authority that backs you up in the name. Awesome. So again, whatever I ask for in the name, it's as though Christ himself was speaking to the issue. Glory to God. John 6, 24. John 6, 24. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive. Glory to God. Ask and you will receive, and your joy will be complete. Now, you didn't say ask, and sometimes you will receive. Swallow it, take it in. You didn't say ask, and maybe if I'm in a good mood, if I've been a good boy, you will receive. Ask, and maybe if you have not sinned this week, you will receive. Ask. And maybe if you really prayed in tongues for like hours today, you will receive. No. It says, ask and you will receive. Why? So that your joy may be complete. 
So he's saying, whatever makes your joy complete, ask and you will receive. Amen. So I, I heard someone talk about that. Someone, someone give me a gist about someone that said that, um, that uh, if we don't force it, how will Jesus be glorified? Punch him, right? Next, oh, you start punch the person. You get my point. See, what gives him glory is when you ask and you get. Not, not when you are sick. What gives him glory that you, you, you get this done in his name? That's why he says, ask so that the Father be glorified in the Son. So it's not your sick body that makes him glorified. There's no glory in sickness, sir. No, we say some very stupid things. We are around We rather Amen. And guess what? When you open that door to the devil, he just rushes in. Yeah, you are, and you are anyway, so ah. So you have to be careful what you what, what your beliefs are. Your beliefs are dictating your existence. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Philippians two nine. Philippians 2, verse 9 to 11. Glory to God. Philippians 2, verse 9 to 11. Therefore, God, so tell him to the highest place. Look at this. To the highest place. Not to the middle place. Exalted him to the highest place. And then gave him a name that is above every other name. Now, it's not, it's not saying that the name is bigger than, than your son. That's not the idea here. Has given me an authority above every other authority. Amen. That at the name of Jesus, look at this. Every knee, now not some, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth. Look at this. And even under the earth. Jesus Christ had to go down too, to flog the devil there. Beat him here, beat him here, beat him under. So that everything is complete. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> so, so in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, and every tongue will acknowledge Christ as Lord to the glory of God the Father. See what gives him glory again? To the glory of God the Father. Awesome. So, first things first. I said it before, I won't say it again. Say, say, it, on your, say it on your group. The power to heal the sick and cast out devils is the name, not the blood. You will never swear they told you in the Bible that when you see the devil, plead the blood against him. You can check everywhere. You were never given the blood to plead. The blood was not given to you. Amen. Amen. Now, people wonder why, why do we stress these things? So you don't pray like an idiot. You know, so you, no, it's true. So you, don't, you don't pray... Better is question him inside. So, <laughs> but seriously, when, when, when you know the word, when you, when you have understanding, you pray like someone that, 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 that has authority. You are never giving the blood to plead. You are also never giving the blood for prayer. There's nowhere Christ said in my, in my blood, pray. No apostle pleaded the blood. 
So where do you people find the blood you are pleading? Number one, the high priest takes the blood into the holy place. Right? So they didn't even give, give the blood. The blood is not even on in the first place. In Hebrews 9, Christ himself, our, our high priest, entered the holy of holies with his own blood and purchased forever eternal redemption. So he purchased. He's not purchasing. So even if he's not pleading it again, he has played it. Amen. So, you are not giving the blood for prayer. What you are giving is the name, the authority. The blood brings redemption. That's the blood's job. Redemption, sanctification. That's all. Hebrews, um, Ephesians 1 7 says, I've been redeemed by his blood. Hebrews 9 talks about having been sanctified with the blood also. We need by those sanctified the blood. That is all the blood does redemption, sanctification. Amen. So the blood is not a weapon of warfare. Glory to God. So people quote um, that in Revelation where it says, And if I came by the blood, what, what of our mouth, by the blood of testimony. And by the word of our by the word of our testimony, and by the Yeah. Now, awesome. When you see first John 5 4. He says, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And the blood what makes you born of God, right? The blood, made, the blood redeemed you. So what he's saying there is not the blood. He's saying the blood produced a redemption that made you overcome the devil. How did you get saved? You believed and you confessed, right? So also, the blood purchased it. Your mouth confessed it. That's, that's the overcame that overcame the revelations. It's not saying that we pray the blood over the devil. No, that's not the idea. So I was saying, I made, I made a joke when I said, when, 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 when Pastor prays, the, uh, I pray the blood of Jesus. Everybody, should, everybody crosses the blood of Jesus. So the question is this: Is, is the blood meant to be now plenty by your people by you crossing it? Are you trying to generate more blood? So glory to God. So. Amen. What we are giving for prayer, for warfare, for anything at all, is the name, not the blood. The blood has done its job. I know the first about this stuff. It's not, it's not even really about the blood. It's the life in the blood. So it's not as though Christ is just spraying blood in heaven. That, that's not the idea. That's in Leviticus. That the life of a thing is in the blood. So that blood, that blood just, is, a, is, a, is a symbol of the life. So the main thing is the life, not even the blood. Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. So the real thing is the life. It's not about the blood. So don't become an, an idol shipper. And these are blood. No, 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 no you're showing they like blood in their food. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Acts 3. From verse 1 to 16. Jonah, you're on fire. Uh-uh. Acts 3 from verse 1. I, I need a reader. Winda, take a mic. Take a mic. Okay, yeah. Quickly. Acts 3 from verse 1. One day. It's loud. Yeah, is that? One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer. At three in the afternoon. Now, a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, 
where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man looked, gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold, I do not have. Please pause. Now, he didn't say he's poor, but I write there, he did not carry money. Understand, you know. Amen. He didn't say, I don't have money in my life. He just says, silver, right now in this pocket, too, that's the idea. I did not carry it with me. You know how I know. In Acts 2, they gave the, they were taking it to the apostles. In Acts, Acts 2, Acts 4, Acts 5. They were taking, selling their property to the apostles. So, they didn't have a money problem. They didn't have a what? A money, no people want to make church look like churches for poverty. No, they did not have a money problem. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So he's saying, silver gold I don't have here, not I don't have in my life. The, the guy did. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Please go on. But what I have, I give you. See, look okay. at this one. See this one. See this one. See this one. No, no. This patla, what I have is, is, is not at home that I have to bring I it. As in, I don't have, have to go and look for it somewhere. Yeah. I am always with it. This one, no, is always with me. Whatever I am, it is. Glory to God. So it's not, see, the believer, the, the believer in Christ is a walking sign and a wonder. It is not what you go and look for. It is what you. It is you. Wherever you are, you are a walking sign and wonder. Awesome. Please go on. Go on, please. In wait, yeah, go back. Sorry. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Look at this. Now it not say in the blood. Hmm. Jesus. It not say by the blood walk. What did he say? In the name. Amen. Let's continue. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up. And instantly, the man's feet and ankles became strong. Glory to God. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Woo! Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. Pause, please. Now, the way the power works. The power itself gives strength to the knee. Mm -hmm. He didn't just stand up and he started jumping. The power gave life to the body. The power animated the body. So from a creep, we became one that was jumping and praising God. Yes. Now some people say, I remember people say funny things like, eh, how come you're just healed and you're already walking clinical, clinical? Is it your power? Ah, people say that. Oh, uh, you hear all sorts. They're not happy for the first thing. No, that eh, all these miracles are fake. How can I be already be walking like this? And if Akbar Hashem come, you're asking us how he's working. Please continue. Nine. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the man who used to sit begging at the temple gates called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Go on. While the beggar held on to Peter and John, all the people were astonished and came running to them in the place called Solomon's Colonnade. Whatever that is. When Peter saw this, he said to them, Men of Israel, why does this surprise you? Please pause. Look at this. Why does this surprise you? As in, now why does this 
surprise you. <laughs> Why does this surprise you? Go on. Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk? <laughs> as if by our own power or godliness. So it's not because I only pass. Forget your people's language, not my language. It's not because I'm the most holy. It's not my personal power. So he's saying, I don't need to be the best beard for this to get this done. So it's, it's, not, it's not my piety. It's not my power. Piety, P-I-E-T-Y, holiness. Now they call it. Go on, please. Verse 13. Verse 13. The God of Abraham. No, we've not finished 12 now. Okay, so. finish 12. Okay, sorry, 13. I'm sorry. 13. <laughs> the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant, Jesus. You handed him over to be killed, and you disowned him before Pilate, though he had decided to let him go. Go to verse 16. 16, 16. By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has given this complete healing to him, as you can all see. Look at that. So it's not my holiness or my personal power. It is faith in the name. Faith that gives man complete wholeness, as you can see today. Now, let's make sure you know that every believer in Christ can do exactly the same thing. Why? It's not Peter's holiness or his power. It is faith in the name. So that gives me boldness. As in, it gives me, there's this, there's this holy, holy biraga, as in, holy pride. Yeah, let me call it pride. That's this knowing that I have this vessel, this, this treasure, in earthen vessel, I might look like you, but I'm not you. I might look very normal until they need to show the power. So I might with you what football. I'm trying to go. I say, ah, before you ball. Yeah. Glory to God. You might look so regular, but there's something much more about you. Oh, glory. See, guys, these things will die. It's so nice knowing that I have something in this vessel. Glory to God. Faith in the name. Faith in the name. And it belongs to every believer in Christ. Now, in Acts 19, verse 11, some people want to go and try it out to some of the That's maybe just, just to call the name. I mean, just to call name. <laughs> they are too much gods. They now went to meet a demon-possessed man. And they called him name. And the guy replied them, I know Paul. I know Jesus. I know Peter, right? Is it Paul or Peter? I know Paul. I know Jesus. I don't know you. They, they did not give you this name. Sons of Skiva, who are they? They're not believers. Who gave them, who gave them the name? Just, just, uh, no, so, so, so I told the guy, in the name of Jesus Christ, that, that Paul preaches. 
So they don't even know, they don't even know anything. They just want to go and just want to go and copy Paul the way Paul used to do it. And this demon showed them is that it's not by calling the name, by first being in the name. So you have to be saved in that name to use that name. The name is for the what? The believer in Christ. Amen. Okay, um, what, what they do to understand is this. What, what they do to understand it? They try, try to provoke an anointing. They try to provoke an anointing. That's how it works. It's not, it's not, they're not really praying in that name. They're trying to call on the person with anointing. For example, right now, if, if you are close to an anointing, you have, you have some sort of spiritual um, um, partnership with it. Yes, there's a ripple effect. So you can provoke that same anointing to work on your behalf. Yeah. So it's, it's not, it's not, they're not praying in the name. They're trying, they're trying to provoke an anointing. Amen. You know, Paul told them Philippians 1. He says, he says that you are partners with me in this grace. So, by their prayer and by their giving, they were partners with him in the So, they could, they could by, by some extent, share his inheritance. Or you always You'll beat him for anyway. Amen. Glory to God. Ephesians 1 15. Did you see verse? It's every day. Ephesians 1 15. Come out of your head. Ephesians 1 15. Quickly. Which was 115. Oh, glory to God. So I'm, I'm sure of two things. I showed us first that we have authority. Amen. So I'm sure that we also have the power. Because you, you, need, you need both the authority and the power. Authority, right. Glory to God. For, uh, let's go from this, verse 15. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and seated him at, the right, at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in this present age, but also in the one to come. Please pause. So first it says we have the power. The same power raised from the dead lives in you. That's, that's makes that power from one. Number two, it says that this power raised up Christ from the dead and puts him far above, look at this, all rule and authority. Now, that name has its authority attached to it. So the name is far above all rule, all authority, all power, all dominion. All that, all that, that, that can be given, not only in this, it was also in the age to come. So the name, the name, the authority you have is above all this. So there is no for you, ah, a very powerful demon came, you ran. This power, this authority is above all. Not only in this, it was also in the age to come. Amen. Please go on. 22. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Amen. So he says he, he made Christ the head over all things. For who? For the church. 
so that whatever Christ is head of, the church is head of. Head over all, not some things. Head over all things. So the divine Christ is head over all things. Say after me, I am head over all things. Say it with confidence. I am head over all things. Glory to God. Ephesians 2 6. Ephesians 2 6. Ephesians 2 6. Glory to God. Quickly, 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 quickly. Ephesians 2 6. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Look at this. So that whatever Christ is, whatever he is, where you are. Now, this, this is it's not about a chair in heaven. It's authority. You know how we say, um, or tumba? It's not because he has sit, has sit on that seat forever. He's saying authority. That's not tumba. Authority of the king. Do you get? So it's like saying when, when, when Joseph was named prime minister, that, that, just that, 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 that same concept. Okay? So it's an authority role. Not, not really about the chair. It's not a chair thing. It's about the authority of the position. So, whatever Christ has in authority is what the believer has in authority. It says, you are seated with him. Every place is in Christ. So, you share the same authority. Is why I say, when a believer speaks, it's as though Christ himself is speaking. God's word in your mouth is as good as God's word in his mouth. Swallow it. She opened her mouth. Yeah, so I give her time to take it in. Look at this. He has given you the exact same authority. The exact same one. So it's as good as though God himself was speaking. So it's now about you. Do you believe the power in your words? So it is people that by themselves clog the flow of the power. We clog it ourselves. It's not God injuring your limitation, injuring your manifestation. It's people's faith that puts a jam in the plug. Amen. Amen. So it's as good as though God himself was speaking to the issue. Awesome. March 28, 18. March 28, 18, 18 to 20. Open your ears or phone. Why is it free? One twenty-eight to twenty. Glory to God. Twenty-eight, eighteen to twenty. Glory to God. Then Jesus came to them and said, "All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations." Look at this. Therefore, you go. I have it so that you can go. So that you can go and use that same authority. He made him head over all things for the church. Who is the church? You. So you have his exact same authority. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. When you speak to a devil, it's as though God himself was speaking to the devil. When you see the miracles that Paul and Peter and the rest did, Sometimes they look even more than what Christ did. The Bible is saying that 
you have exactly the same authority. Amen. So we're going to look at, um, at examples of where this happened, where death was cast out in the Bible. So you can have an understanding of how this things work, right? So look 11, from verse 14. So you can have more examples about how, how you actually operate authority in dealing with devils. Luke 11 from verse 14. Luke 11, 14. Amen. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Amen. Your phone is not there. 14, yeah. Jesus was driving out a demon. A demon. Jesus was driving out a demon that was mute. When the demon left, the man who had been mute spoke, and the crowd was amazed. Look at it. So, the demon was mute. Yes. So, by the person also became mute. So, demons have characteristics. Yes. Yeah. Please sit down first. <laughs> so, so, this one was mute, and my person, the person I entered into, person also became mute. When the demon left, the person could speak and hear. So, you see that sometimes when you mention to someone is sick, it might be a demon causing the sickness. So, you have to start the devil first. They can, they can address the issue. So it's why we ask questions. How did it start? When did it start? So you're asking, you're also checking within, right? You're asking and checking within for, 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 for leading of the spirit. Yeah. So you ask questions. When did it start? How did it start? What did you, so you can understand, so you can understand what exactly you're dealing with. Amen. Praise God. So please go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. So 28, quickly, make it fast. A lot to cover. Make it fast. 28. But Jesus... Did you say 28? Look 14 to 28. Just keep going. Okay. Look 14 to 28. Look 11. You are there now. Just from here. Sorry. Just continue. 29. Quickly. Yes. Okay. Look 11, 28. Too. Blessed. He replied. Blessed rather. I'm sorry. From verse 14 to 28. Am I Quickly, quickly, quickly. Jesus was driving out a demon that was mute. Okay, then I should go to 15 now. But yeah. some of them said, by Belzebul, Belzebub, <laughs> by Belzebub, <laughs> the prince of demons, he's driving out demons. Others tested him by asking for a sign from heaven. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, any kingdom divided against itself will be ruined. Please pause first, pause. You know, people, people use this verse where Christ replied and says, um, that when they asked for signing, and replied that, that, no, when they asked for signing, told them that, those are making self-signs and signs of Jonah, I want to want it. Now, it was not saying that we will not do signs. We are asking for signs for a wrong motive. You're just doing a sign. Just finish, just finish doing a sign. They're not saying us another sign. So, they're not out to, to help people. They just want to tell something dramatic, like maybe make, make the class look like this. That kind of stuff. Yeah. So they're not really out for something genuine. They're out for magic. So it's not. Was, was, wasn't saying that he will not do miracles or signs again. No. Wasn't saying that, that they're not necessary. Was saying that they are asking for a wrong motive because he just finished doing a sign. Amen. So people use this to say eh, miracles are not needed. They are clinical, clinical. No. Miracles are needed till Christ comes back. Let's go. And the house divided against itself will fall. If Satan is divided against himself, how can his kingdom stand? 
I say this because you claim that I drive out demons by Beelzebul. Now, if I drive out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your followers drive them out? So then, they will be your judges. But if I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Please pause again. See, signs and wonders and miracles, they are part and parcel of the kingdom. So whatever the kingdom is, there must be consequence. Signs, wonders, miracles. The blind should see. The lame should walk. The oppressed should go free. It's a sign of the kingdom. So until Christ comes back, these things will come because they are part and parcel of the kingdom. Some people believe that miracles have stopped. Miracles have stopped. That they stopped after the apostle. But you can see that it is part and parcel of the kingdom. Until Christ comes, there will be signs, wonders, and miracles through the believer. Please go on. When a strong man, fully armed, this is so good. guards his own house, his possessions are safe. But when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, he takes away the armor in which the man trusted and divides up his plunder. Look at this. So he says, when a strong man guards his house, his goods are safe. Until what happens? Until I come around. Until I, stronger man, comes around. He's safe. So when, when, when a demon bounds somebody, the devil, the devil is safe with the guy. Until what happens? Until I, stronger man, comes around. Until me to lie in, I get my point here. Until you, stronger person, believer, comes around, he's safe. But when you show up there, you take, you plunder his, his paws. Are you getting me? So you are the stronger man. In Christ, whenever you show up, you stop the works of devils. Amen. When you come, they start crying, he has come again. Until today, this guy, you again. Glory to God. Please go on. Whoever is not with me is against me. And whoever does not gather with me scatters. Please pause, please. This, this is very interesting, too. If you are not for Christ, you are against Christ. There's no me doing. There's no, he's such a very good guy. If you are not with Christ, you are against Christ. You are an antichrist. That's English. You are against him. Against, what's not against? Anti, to antagonize. What's anti? Antichrist. Eh, no, it's English. So if you are not with Christ, you are antichrist. Yeah, it's no midway. You are either have the Holy Ghost or you have a demon spirit. There's no midway. But well, it's Bible. Now you're not reading your Bibles. No, if you don't have Christ, you have a demon spirit. You are, you are actually everything. Bible calls, calls you sin. It calls, not, not just, it calls you sin. As in, you didn't say sin now. It, says, it calls by, the person sin. As in like, Eshe. So, there's no in-between. Why? Devil claims ownership to the unsafe person. Devil owns the person. So he can do as he pleases with the person. The unsafe is owned by the devil. Amen. Because I will preach. I will go to Lent to save a soul. So I will go to where you know that when you go there, they might kill you there. But you will go because there's a job to be done. That point in North Korea, in Russia, in Turkey, where they know that they might die. Because there are souls to be saved and people to deliver. Amen. Please go on. 
When an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places, seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it, ar- <laughs> when it arrives, it finds the house swept clean and put in order. And then it goes and takes seven other spirits, more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there. And that final condition, and the final condition of that person is worse than the first. As Jesus was, was saying these things, a, wom- a woman in the crowd called out, Blessed is the woman, the mother who gave, birth, who gave you better and nursed you. He replied, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. That's interesting. So he says, Devils roam about. This is not to scare believers. Amen. But it's the truth. Please, I'm the one preaching this church. I'm the one preaching. I'm the one preaching this church right now. Two of you. Eyes on me. Amen. So, the dev- devil roams about looking for him to devour, looking for space. Really? In the church? <laughs> but if I'm in that church, now, if you talk to someone in here, when I'm in the church, devil's roaming to somebody else in my church. We don't jump to another person. They should flood the pastor. Please banish, 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 banish those thoughts. Banish those thoughts. Banish them. Put them. Put them, put them in those bin. Please keep your mouth shut. Is your eyes that will block it? Block that will block it. Please have sense now. Is is, is the power in your closed eye? Is the power in your closed eye? I don't close that till you get to. <laughs> See, God does not utter confusion. He doesn't take form A in the church and give B. So you can, so you can do the verse for B next tomorrow. That's not how it works. He's, all those thoughts, open those being through it. Amen. Glory to God. Please follow me, please. I'm your pastor, not those pastors. Amen. Amen. So he says, they roam about looking for where to land. And when they don't find somebody, they come out to the person they cast it out from. And they don't, they don't come alone, they bring more boys. So, so this, this, this is the lesson. When you free somebody, get him saved. So you can fill him with something bigger, Christ. So when they come, there is no space. Then also feed the person with the word. Let the person know his authority in Christ. Some people get delivered today. They'll go back and pick, pick the demon. Why? They went back to do their former, whatever they do for the big demon and attack them. They went back and they get attacked again. What is the idea? That when you get free, you, also know, you need to learn, teach them how to walk free. Number one, the person should get saved. Number two, the person should eat the word and live rightly. We'll get there. We'll get there. Awesome. So, demons have personalities. They roam. They talk. Yeah. They do. Awesome. Amen. So, again, they roam about looking for who to... It's their job description. Looking for whom to devour. Amen. So, next case. Matthew 5, Matthew 5, Mark 5 from verse 1. Mark 5 from verse 1. Mark 5 from verse 1. Again, demons don't die. You, you cannot kill demons. They didn't teach this for. What, what was that? Did, can you kill a spirit? 
Ah, I'm so, I, I feel for you so much. You cannot kill a devil. You can only cast it out. See? I, yeah, right? Amen. Their judgment is after rapture, last day. It's not now. They have, they have their time of judgment. We'll see it also in the, we'll see it in the scripture. They have their time of judgment. So you cannot kill them. You can only cast them out. So for example, when we put Mark 5 verse 1, when you see Mark 5, when, when the, the, the demon told Jesus, don't send us out of this area. Send us, in, send us into the pigs. What are they saying? You cannot put us in fire. You can only cast us out of this particular guy. We're telling Christ that we see this area. This is our area. So don't let us leave this area. Let us go and pet inside pig in this area. Why I said they try to lay claims to, to territories. I get my point here. They try to lay claim to territories. So they told Christ, don't put us out of this area. Let us still be in this area, but inside pig. Please, Mark, let's, let's go. Christ never killed a demon, did he? I know we're passing your own Bible. Christ never told the demon die. We only cast it out. Demons don't die. So all your die, 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 they're praying those churches. I don't know what they're killing. Hey. And I need to lose my voice after every service. I feel for you, darling. Quickly, quickly, hold us one. They went across the lake to the region of Gerasenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain. For he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Please pause. Now the demon power at working was so, was, so, was so heavy that it could break chains. The power had physical manifestation. So it could not be held back by a chain. It, could, it would break it. So demonic influence had physical manifestation. You know... It, even Samson, when power, when power came upon him, he could push down anything. So the power at work inside shows outside. The devil does his own stupidly. The, the power in the believer can also have physical manifestation. So he let that go chariots. Power on him. So spiritual influence has physical manifestation. Go on, please. Night and day, among the tombs and in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? In God's name, don't torture me. For Jesus had said to him, Come out of this man, you impure spirit. Please pause. Now, let's look at it. can talk about a particular chapter. And it said that we can see here two influences at work, two influences. That the man had tear his will somehow. And there was also at work in his will. So there was like a struggle between the man's will and the demon controlling him. So it wasn't like totally dead to the devil. There was still a struggle. That's why he ran to Christ. He ran there. Now I'm not sure the demon by himself ran there. So it looks like the man's will wanted took freedom. wanted freedom and took him to Jesus. You know why? He doesn't want to be free. He cannot be freed. Anyone that loves his devils cannot be freed. Amen. 
Anybody that wants to be freed cannot be freed. Cannot, you cannot free him against his will. Amen. Please go on. For she, Jesus, she, she said something now. When people say, embrace your demons. It's a cool song. You don't have... It doesn't matter what they mean. We don't talk like that. In fact, you don't embrace bad things. Demon or bad behavior, you don't embrace bad things. You, 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 you cast it out. You walk out of it. You don't embrace bad habits. You do not, don't embrace anything like stupid. I don't know what I say. No, no. It's, no, it's, um, it's, uh, it's, uh, is it hyper what they call it? It's, um, it's, it's to say that, metaphor, yeah. It's to say that um, embrace your bad side. That's what they mean. Embrace your flaws. But again, it's also, also. It's my, don't talk about the stupid things. Don't embrace your flaws. You should get better, not embrace it. I embrace your flaws. Who does it help? I embrace your flaws. Get better, don't embrace it. Don't make it even worse. How do you say to your mother, embrace your demons? How do you play? How do you make that kind of joke? Don't forget, the devil is about looking for what to develop. When you say those two people, they're opening the door. Yeah, when you say those motives, they're opening the door. Please go on. For Jesus had said are to we, him, Are we learning? Yes, sir. Please go on. Come out of this man, you impure spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? My name is Legion, he replied. Pause. So they also have names. They also have names. Can you remember? What's Agbarala going up? Agbarala, see children. I'm sure you watched Agbarala. You don't Agbarala. Mount Zion, in the 90s. So, they could also have names. They asked, what's your name? Please go on. My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the nearby hillside. The demons begged Jesus, send us among the pigs, allow us to go into them. He gave them permission, and the impure spirits came out and went into the pigs. The herd, about 2,000 in number, rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Look at this. The demon power to that guy drowned 2,000 pigs. That's to show how tremendous. Yeah. Well, guess what? It, it only took one command. Even though they were many and powerful, quote, it only took one command. So there's no demon that needs to sweat about. There's no demon to sweat over. It is one command. So Osmitugus what? Came to take, they came to take him to go and do the demons for a particular day that was oppressed. And they got there and said, devil out. And they started going. Did you check? People were not like, the man that took him out like, ah, it's not devil doing, just came to attack, came to attack, just missed our time. Yeah, they just, he didn't bother checking. Demon left. As he didn't even bother to say, devil out. And he went out the car and he left. Once, a command of faith, once, is enough. It is lack of, lack of faith and ignorance. Not lack of faith, we have faith as believers. It's ignorance makes us shout, go out, go out, go out, go out, and I'm over it. It's ignorance. When you said it once, devil head. So, I heard the story of Bishop. This particular man, Bishop Yudeko. So, there was this mad person. He, he told, there was this particular mad guy. He told him to bring the guy to his car. And let's see the demon we wait. He didn't even pray. Just bring the demon into my car. And the person came in, as in bring the person possessed. The person came to the car and Shh. Agbara, Tojo, Agbara, 
Amen. Pastor Chris says, just like this, and they go out. Just, just ah. when you know it, you carry. You don't sit over it. When you know what you carry, you don't break sort of devils. They are no rich. Just and difficult. We'll see. <laughs> Glory to God. Okay. So, uh, is, that, is that all about it? The left hand? Yes, and the people now came and sent Christ away. Like, it's only too much. Amen. <laughs> so, what happened there is that, you know, because he actually spoiled their business. When you drown 2,000 pigs, 2,000, basically. 2,000 pigs. Pay, pay, pay. But you get the issue. Number one, Jews are not meant to red pigs. They're not meant to red pigs. It's called an unclean. But it's, whatever is in Israel, it's happening in Israel. It's called, it's called, to them, it's an unclean animal. So even the devil knows. The, the, the devil knows his rights. Test, test us into the pigs. He knew his rights. Now he didn't, he didn't say Jesus to another person. Jesus into the pigs. Because he understood that by law, they should not keep on clean animals. So, so can you imagine Christ allowing the devil into the business? How good Christ is. Can you imagine Christ allowing them to good business? No. So there was an opening. The devil look, goes around looking for openings. He's a bastard. He looks for openings. No, he's an accuser. He knows his law. He knows his rights. So he goes about looking for openings based on his rights. Telegram group. Wow. Awesome. So again, we see the, the guy that was played by a demon. Open to Mark, Mark, 9, Mark 9, 14, quickly. Mark 9, 14. Mark 9, 14. So let, 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 let me bridge let me, let me off time. Mark 9, 14. This part, okay. Let's read it. When they came to the other disciples, Make it fast. they saw a large crowd around them and the teachers of the law arguing with them. As soon as all the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with wonder and ran to greet him. What are you arguing with them about, he asked. A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought you my son, who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him, into the, throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not. You unbelieving generation, Jesus replied. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Please pause. So you can see, demonic influences have manifestation. So imagine, 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 imagine them taking, taking the guy for therapy. Don't therapy demon. Let's go. Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has it been like this? Again, questions. We From childhood, he answered. It has often thrown him into fire or water Gosh. to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, said Jesus. Like, you follow me talk. If I can. Really? <laughs> Glory to God. Let's go. Said Jesus. Everything is possible for one who believes. Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. Yeah. When Jesus saw that a crowd was running to the scene, he rebuked the impure spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, he said. I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. The spirit shrieked, convulsed him violently and came out. 
The boy looked so much like a corpse that many said he's dead. Please pause. This is important. So the devil left, and the body just looked like it was still. Now, if you don't have experience, that, that, could, that could scare you. If you pray for the person just looked like he's dead, that, that could actually scare you. That happened to me before. Like, the person was there for a long time, like Jesus, so... <laughs> so the person was just on the floor for so long. I think you ready the... For so long, so long, like, God, please, now. I'll check it time. 15 minutes. Hey, God. <laughs> no, you can tell totally really stupid, but if, when, you, when you know how this is work, it doesn't scare you. You know that person will get up. But hear what the Christ do. Christ picked him up. Please go. The, but Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet, and he stood up. As after Jesus had gone indoors, his disciples asked him privately, why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, this kind can only come can come out only by prayer. Awesome. Now, in somewhere else, I think, I think in, in the Matthew version of it, it says, um, um, because of your unbelief. In Matthew version. Now, if you're talking to a believer in Christ, it will not say unbelief. Why? We don't have unbelief. In Mark 16, it says, dead are believers, and it says that are saved. So, the believer that is saved is a believer, he has faith. So, it will not say because of your unbelief to a believer. Did you get that? You don't have unbelief. You have faith. You're a believer. Of course. Now, again, when you see, it doesn't go about by prayer. Now, Christ didn't go and pray and come back. It was prayed up. So it's not saying that you tell the person, wait to let me go and pray and come back. Again, the believer in Christ, either he, he has prayed today or he has not prayed today, he was walking about with power and authority. Again, he was talking to an unsafe person, talking to them. No, they, they were in the time in between Christ dying. They were just they were, they were walking around Christ's anointing. They did not have it themselves. They around anointing. So, of course, but for us, it doesn't really, it doesn't really apply that way. Of course, we live, we live prayed up life so that we are more efficient. But even when you don't pray, you still have authority. You have the name. Then they don't have the name. Now you have the name. And guess what? Christ has done as well. So you have complete power and authority in the name. Is it, is it, is it clear enough? Awesome. So the believer does not have unbelief. You have belief. You are, you are a believer. You have faith. So what you should do is this. grow in knowledge so your faith can be, can, can be effectual. Grow in knowledge. Amen. Awesome. That was nine. Okay. So, so what do we learn there? Again, commands. The devil left and the sickness left also. So imagine trying to give that person panadol or therapy to cure it. No, I'm, 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 I'm against therapy. I'm not against therapy. But you must know what is, what is sickness and what is devil. What was the affliction? Amen. Yeah. And that does not cure affliction. Amen. So even, even talking about mental health, now, now there's what is demonic and what is physical. You cannot cure demonic mental health with therapy. It cannot work. You know they work, cannot work. So you must know what, the, what difference. By asking questions. How did it start? Things like that. And also by, by working with your inner witness, hearing God to know how to meet, how to meet the person involved. Okay? Are we getting blessed? Are we learning? Are we getting blessed? Amen. You are blocking Sabrina. Amen. So, 
final case I want to talk about, Acts 16. Acts 16 from verse 16. This is, this is interesting. So what, what, what prayer what prayers for the believer? Is prayer makes you more aware of your authority. Prayer makes you more aware. It makes you bolder. Prayer makes the power of talking you as in to, to saturate, to, to feel you, saturate your, your entire system. And we say you are as bold as you are filled. So I'm, I'm, I'm telling the devil and telling him, go out. There must be boldness. If what you do is with boldness. Not please. Oh, that joy, you know. Yeah. Boldness. Uh, boldness is not, might not, might not always show in your. But when you please. Ah. <laughs> wow. Act 16. Sorry. Once, when we were going to the place of prayer, we, met, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. This is so good. Please guys, listen. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune telling. Hmm, an idea. <laughs> she followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, these men are servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many Please, days. Please go back, go back to She followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, these men are servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be Please, saved. Please, just mark this verse in your mind. Come on, just mark this a quote. These men have clinical can Just mark this. We'll treat, we'll treat it. We'll arrange it. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the spirit left her. When her owners realized that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authorities. Pause. Now you ask me, what did the girl do wrong? What did she do wrong? She be look at my quote. Oh. She be she was telling people to listen to Paul. Were they undercover then? No. Maybe she was telling them. She be she was giving accurate prophecy. She be. She be she was white witch. Abi. <laughs> she. White witch. Maybe ko she broke off anybody. Actually, the good demon. Yeah, maybe she was. She had a good demon, right? Abi. Eh, duro. Ah, ah. Relax. Relax your body. Okay. Amen. The devil is a proper schemer. The subtle idiot. He will look so 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 good, so almost accurate. One small thing, we'll just cut it for you. Let me show you what's happening here. Verse seventeen. I should read seventeen again. Look at this. These men are the sons of Almighty God who are telling you the way. Now, this the way here is. In the real transcript, there is no D there. There is way. And that way is like a way. A path. Not the, not, not the, not, not the real, not, it's like one of, the ways to, one of the ways to God. Plural, plural, we call it plural, 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 pluralism in this age. Where you can say, there are many ways to God. This is, this is just a way to God. Can you, can you see how, how, how subtle, but how dangerous that is? 
How do I know? Now, when you read, there are other parts where they made reference to this particular, this particular um, Greek, this Greek word, odon. Now, when you read, whatever else the writer of, of Acts used it, look, in the, in the Greek, okay? He, he didn't put the, he put, how do I put it again? When I wanted to use D, by himself put D there. Let me put it for you. Amen, amen. Blessings and glory. And glory. Wow, back home. Luke 16, 17. Luke 16, 17. Luke 16, 17. Also Luke 9, 2. Then Luke 18, 25. Luke 16, 17. Luke 9, 2. Luke 18, 25. Yes, please. Yeah. It is. That's Luke 16, 17. Acts, sorry, Acts. Acts. Acts 16, 17. Yeah. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be saved. Please pause. Now, in the Greek, I'm, I'm opening my, the Greek Bible here just to, to give us the correct word. Okay? So, here, the, the way that they put together here, now, in the Greek, by, in the Greek rendition here, DD, people like, they just put it in, in, in quote to say, we, had, we, had, we added this one here. This is not an original, you know. So the word there is Odon, H-O-D-O-N. Now, that Odon there means, means a way, road, journey, or path. A, not D. Right? Now, we'll see Acts 9-2. Acts 9-2. Please, open your name. Please pay attention. Acts 9-2. Now, in Acts 9 2, he uses um, Odo, H O D O D O U. Then before it, he puts, he puts, before it, puts for it, T E S D. Am I communicating with you? Please, are you guys following me? Are you following me? So, whatever else he meant to put D, he writes by himself T S D in the Greek. So, in this particular verse, in Acts, Acts 17, he did not put the D there. People that translate the Bible, they thought they were trying to help us understand what was saying. They now put the there. So it was, the, the demon was not saying, it was showing them the way to God. The demon was saying that they were showing them a way to God. Now, in doing that, it was making them familiar with the demon. That it's just like, we agree. We, are, we agree. We are we, we. Awani. You get the issue here. So it looks, that's why you must be careful with the people you listen to. That, that is, looks right, doesn't make it right. Mm-hmm. No, someone will say, eh, one prophet called me on the other side about my family. Ah, yes, I know. That people can tell you about you. Don't say make the influence God. Demons see. Familiar spirits see. And that prophet can call, can call, and went to that man, that prophet told me, hey, don't welcome demons into your life. It happens a lot. So someone told me last year, this is very interesting, that she met this prophet on the road, stupid girl. No, but it is true now. Not, no, 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 no. Uh, that will make it less than stupid now. Prophet, prophet on the road. Prophet says, want, 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 want to try to bring money. She was giving the guy money over and over. I kept giving the guy money. For prayer. For prayer so that she can help her collect what she wants. She said, Christian, help her. Want to, she kept collecting money. Money. 
to I, I don't call the church I should go to. Let, let, let me go there. It's not about the church you go to. It's about are you taught? Now when they teach you, did you, did you hear? If you don't hear, if you don't hear, eh, well, again, this is the point. Number one, you have to, have to go to church where they, where they teach you the word. Not only just, not just teach you sort of garbage. Okay? The word. I heard about someone yesterday that was saying that one comes to church because, because she's unclean, because she's in a period. People have been taught that in 2019. No, later. Amen. So you need to be well taught. So people don't want to bamboozle you. So you kept on paying and paying for deliverance. You kept on paying. Call her number. Amen. So, if it looks that it looks right, doesn't make it right. That it is accurate prophet doesn't, doesn't make it God speaking to you. We live by the word. Is this scriptural? No. Does mean. So, for example, I had a, I had a story of, of, um, of a man that the man, the man lost his wife some days back. So he just, he just he traveled out for vacation and he got to this place where he just saw a banner. And the banner wrote, services all year at so so time. So he just thought, ah, this is church. So he went to the church and quote, and sat down. And the, the time came for administration and this lady came out, sat, sat on keyboard, was playing, was playing keyboard, was playing keyboard. Next thing, the lady disappeared from the keyboard. So he first, I'm telling you, away from keyboard. This was kind of taking shame testimony. So Kenneth again does not lie. I trust Kenneth So this is this is kind of taking testimony. So I give it, I give it credence. He said it, yeah, it had been the man that was saying by himself. So the, the, the lady disappeared from the keyboard. She was still like, what's all this? What's happening here? Because it meant to be church. Right? So next thing again, the, the person I was ministering came with art, you know, those art, those magician art, that kind of stuff. And came out like, wanted to, wanted, to, wanted to just go and see what was happening in the keyboard part. The man called and said, your wife died so and so days, so and so day ago. He told the man that your wife died so and so day ago. It was a great prophecy that she's here now. She wants to talk to you. Like, that's, that's, that's demonic. And it, 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 yes, why you, don't, why you don't know these things? You open the door to devils. But the guy, he carried word. So he told, he, he told the man that my wife is in the heaven with Christ. My wife is in the heaven with Christ. The man kept on saying, no, sir. My wife is not here. My wife is, is, is in heaven with Christ. And, and left the church. Now, sometimes we say, ah, my mommy, my wife has come to talk to me. And they open the door to devils. So that it looks real does not make it real. The devil is a sly bastard. But that's what it is. So, the Bible say, it's the word that we all thought. They let him scam you. The best scams are scams that are near reality. Someone said, if you want to give someone poison, you don't poison the whole food. You don't, poison, don't pour like plenty of poison. Just pour small, small poison. Small. If you put too many, when it tastes, you know it's poison. When it's small, you will not know it's poison until his stomach is paining it. That's where scams work. That's where death works also. Just spray something wrong in the thing. Small thing. And with that, corrupt the entire, the entire stuff. Amen. So, by saying away, it was discrediting the message of Christ. The Son of God is not away. He is the way. And trust Paul. Cast out the devil. One word, and the devil left. And business finished. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So, to wrap this up, hope you have learned a lot today. Yes, sir. See, 
don't nurse a single fear of devils. Don't nurse the tiniest fear of devils. Don't the simplest drop of fear. Don't nurse it. When you speak, they go into hiding. But if you don't know, they scamp by their ignorance. It bluffs. When it bluffs and you're scared, when it bluffs, and you now get into fear. What do you mean? You know? The Bible says, haven't done all to stand. Stand your ground. As a stand your ground. Call it bluff. Stand your ground. Don't talk and go and hide. No. Stand. Stand your ground. Resist them and they flee from you. Now, now they say, if your pastor is sent from you, say, believer, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, wrapping this up. So, this particular question. Can a believer be possessed by a devil? Number one. A believer is God-possessed. A believer is God-possessed. Now, God and the devil cannot together possess somebody. Amen. This is good. The believer in Christ is one in spirit with the Lord. So, he cannot be possessed. Amen. Amen. The spirit of the believer belongs to God. He cannot share that same spirit with the devil. Awesome. But can a believer be oppressed? Yes, by his own foolishness. Ignorance. Stupid behavior. I'm going to show you all. Awesome. Romans, 9, Romans 8, 9 to 11. Romans 8, 9 to 11. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So that part says that the spirit of God lives in the believer. Please read it out for me. Romans 8, 9 to 11. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the spirit of... Oh, sorry. If this, you, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit. If Indeed, the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even, your, even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his Spirit who lives in you. Amen. Amen. So, I was praying last night. Ah, where is this? Please hold on. Open to 1 Corinthians 5. So I was, I was praying and ask, I, was, I was praying and I was asking myself, I was asking my I was checking my spirit, I was praying. How trying, trying to make this like between possession and oppression. And I was trying to see what exactly is the right, right doctrine on this. I was praying, God just give me quick quick remark. Just, just scroll. Romans 6. Now, this, 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 let, 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 let me first lay the foundation down. Number one, the believer's spirit is God by default. But the body was yielded. God owns the spirit. 
The body must be given by the believer to God. You must give God the body. You must permanently be giving God the body. And the mind also. You must submit your mind to God. He owns the spirit. He bought the body. You yield it. Don't rebel by giving your, giving your body to, to other things. Yield the body to God. He will not force your body to yield. You yield your body. Right? Paul says that to the one which you which, which yield your body, you are slaves to. So when you yield the body to Christ, your body becomes under his control. When you yield the body to, 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 to devils and to sin, your body becomes under their control. So the spirit is for God, but the body must be yielded. Also, Romans, Romans 6, from verse 13, I think. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Romans 6, from verse 13. Do not offer the parts of your body to sin as instruments of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer the parts of your body to him as instruments of righteousness. For sin shall not be your master because you are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under law, but under grace? By no means. Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone to obey him as slaves, you are slaves to one whom you obey. Whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. But thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to, your, to sin, you wholeheartedly obeyed the form of teaching to which you were entrusted. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. Look at this. We're talking to believers. And it's, the question is that since we are saved, can we keep on sinning? And he says, no, that whoever you use your body to, you become slaves to. So that even the believer, by yielding to sin, can be enslaved in his body by the devil. It should not be. But it does happen. By yielding the body to devils. To sin. So for example, I prayed for this guy two years ago. The guy had sex with a lady and since then, when, when he's on fire for God, you just have one bad dream and have sex in his dream and, and just go, shh. Just had sex with a lady. So what happened there? He opened the door. Some people say sex is just physical. Eh, no. Paul says, join your body to an harlot. You are one with the harlot. Amen. So it's, it's not physical. It is spiritual. In, in, in the spirit, they really marry the sex. <laughs> the real marriage is not going, they really marry the sex. So when you are doing, what forbid, when they are doing up and down, they are tying themselves one everywhere. One, one in spirit here. One in spirit, they are just tying themselves everywhere. Disaster. So, of course, I prayed for him because he got, he got free and that was the end of it. But he opened a door. How do I know this? First Corinthians 5. First Corinthians 5. Verse what? From verse 1. Uh, it is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you. Guys, please pay attention because I'm not preaching this church right now. And of a kind that even pagans do not tolerate. Awesome. 
A man is sleeping with his father's wife, and you are proud. Shouldn't you rather have gone into mourning and have put out of your fellowship the man who has been doing this? For my part, even though I am not physically present, I am, I am with you in spirit, as one who is present with you in as one who is present with you in this way. I have already passed judgment in the name of our Lord Jesus on the one who has been doing this. So when you are assembled and I am with you in spirit. Look at listen very well. Okay. okay. Yeah. And the power of our Lord Jesus is present. Hand this man over to Satan for the destruction of his uh, of his flesh. Flesh. Okay, yeah. So that his spirit may be saved on the day of the Lord. Look at this. So, even though the body by right is Christ, but by sin, he has made the body open to the death for destruction. Otherwise, Paul could not have said, and over to the death for destruction of his body. So that his spirit, which is permanently the Lord's, is saved. So even though the devil cannot touch the believer's spirit, when with sin we open the body or the soul, people welcome depression issues that way. So no matter how saved and tongue-talking you are, if you focus, if you feed your mind with, with porn, you welcome devils. You sleep around, you welcome devils. If you take, if you take weed and you get high, you are, you are welcoming devils. Amen. It's why, it's why the devil is roaming about, strolling everywhere, strolling. You don't open your own door. Amen. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. So when you see a believer that is having issues, you have to, you have to ask. You know, usually, many times when you talk to some people that the believers that, that are having demon issues, they did something. They know what they did. They might say that they, they usually know what they did. They know. And it's not they did something. They did something. They what? They did something. So you can see a devil just sees the believer's tongue. Because the tongue is not part of your body. So they can, they can see the believer's tongue and talk of the tongue. Because the tongue is part of the body. So they can, lay, they, can, they can arm the body and arm the mind of a believer that opens the door to devils. So it's part of wisdom and safety to keep your underwear on. Amen. Glory to God. Do you have a question? They are what? They are young. Okay. Yeah. Those this those they do affect. They do affect. He said, so as in someone, someone like, this please again, this is not to scare the believer in Christ. When you speak the word, they must leave. Okay? Now, when someone does those things as a child, um, sex with the maid and other things, even as a child, yes, they have effect. They have effect. They have effect. But see, once you come into Christ, number one, those things die. It's now, the, it's, but people go, people go and get to go and pick it up again. So they have to pick, pick, pick up a piece on the body again. But once you, once you get into Christ first, by, 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 by law, they must depart from you. People now go again. And pick it up on their body. No. So keep the door shut. 
door shut. Keep the door shut. This is not to scare you again. You have authority by the devil. But don't by yourself. Amen. Amen. Are we clear enough? Yes, Are we clear? Are we clear? The believer is far above the devil. As in, it's not small gap. As in, far. Okay? But walk in wisdom. Amen. There is no casual sex. Glory to God. There's no casual sex. First Corinthians six sixteen. First Corinthians six sixteen. Six to ten. Six sixteen. Six to twenty. Are we are we are we learning? Yes. Wrapping up shortly. Do you not know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? For it is said, the two will become one flesh. But whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. You look at that. Saying again that the spirit is untouchable. For the believer, the spirit is untouchable. But the flesh, this body, and the soul, you have to by yourself yield to God, submit to God. Please go on. Flee from sexual immorality. Amen. All other sins a person commits are outside the body. But whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Look at that. Person is doing himself. Do you point do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You are bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Awesome. First Peter 5, 8 and 9. Quickly. Talking, talking to the believer. First Peter 5, 8 and 9. Talking to the believer. First Peter, 5, 8, First Peter 5, 8 and 9. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while. Wait, Please why, pause. Why is there, why is there? This, is not, this is persecution. They're trying to be persecuted. Okay. This is persecution, okay? Sorry, I'm just asking. Mm-hmm. Will himself restore you and make you strong, firm and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. So it says your adversary, the devil, is going about looking for whom to devour. So keep your own side by being sober and being alert. That's the idea. Amen. Like it says, if you break the edge, happen to do what? Go bite. So be wise. Amen. Are we clear? Yes. Are we clear? Are we clear? Are we clear? Let's be enough it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message. We are very sure you're edified. If you would love to partner with our ministry in giving, please visit our website at www.thisgreenchurch.org and click on the giving link. God bless you.